one of the problems with the gladiators is once you've done man versus croc, then <laughs> <laughs> there's like only no. so far. Where else do you go? Where do you go? You are listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. We were coming to you live, not live when you're listening, but we're live now from where dreams are made for live, every, 30 live, year olds. Live, 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 your live, mother's live, living room. 31 year olds. You, that's called, you ruined my joke. 30 plus year olds. I was thinking about that one earlier. Where dreams are made, your, mo- your mother's living room yep. when you turn 30. Yeah. And I'm here with my brother Adam. And scene. And fucking end scene. I know it's been a while since we've, we, we've talked to you folks. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is that we did say that, number one, we said that we, we made a blood oath to do the podcast every single week. Then that didn't work. Then we made an oath that we'd pay our sixth sister $50 when we didn't do the podcast every week. And, you know, there's been a lot of debate in, ter- in the internal family slack about how much we owe our sister. And it's unclear at the moment. Because we said that if we both said that we couldn't do the podcast because of traveling or stuff, that we didn't owe her money. And then our sister and girlfriend say that we do owe her money. Well, here's the thing. We, <clears throat> we've been traveling all over the country, right? We haven't been in one spot. And the only spot we have been in is mom's living room. Okay? So things aren't exactly easy to podcast. Yeah, we've been touring. It's not... We've been touring. Yeah, we've been touring. We've been on tour. Yeah, we've been on tour. How do you do the podcast again? I like... Uh, for, this is I the part where you, where you talk about the reviews. Oh, hey. We have 69 reviews. Again, this is real. We have 69 reviews that I can see on Chartable. For some reason, six of them aren't showing up on iTunes, and we have no idea why. But something funny is that I see... So I get like an email of how the podcast is doing in different countries. I swear to God, I see we're the number 16 podcast in Kazakhstan and the number 44th podcast in Malaysia. Wait, that's literally what it's telling we're me. We're number 16 just in to tell Kazakhstan? You, just to tell you guys how fucked up iTunes is for podcasts, like how fucked up Apple Podcasts is, the ranking system. For some reason, we are the number 16 podcast in Kazakhstan. We're the 44th in Malaysia and 16th in Slovenia. So you're saying we're in the top 20 in, in Kazakhstan. I'm saying that we finally fucking made it. Noah, these are the gripes where we where we talk to each other for 30 seconds each about something mildly irritating. What is your gripe today? Okay, my gripe. I mentioned e-bikes last time on the podcast as my gripe that they should just have... They should get rid of the pedals because it's basically people pretending to bike. They're not actually biking. My friend Shane... Shane, shout out to Shane. Longtime listener of the pod. Great friend, Shane. Shane, thank you for listening. He called me and was like, hey... Great listener, average friend. Great little... No, fantastic friend. Great fantastic friend, listener. average listener. Great friend, great listener. Okay, he called me, mm-hmm. and he said that we are, we're wrong about the e-bikes and that people actually, they need the pedals to start the e-bike. Well, I've got news for you, Shane, and I've got news for everyone else. We, when we, went, to, we went to Asheville, North Carolina recently, and we, <laughs> in the South, you can't rent an actual bike. You can only rent an e-bike. So we rented, we rented the e-bikes. You don't need to pedal at all. I mean, like, you don't need to pedal even a little bit, there is no reason for there to be pedals. No, pedaling's optional. No, listen, I got the e-bike, and I thought for sure that you did have to pedal a little bit on an e-bike. And what it turns out is that, no, an e-bike is basically a moped. It's the same thing. For some reason, it's still called a bike. So you literally hold down, if you've never been on one, you hold down the accelerator for the electronic accelerator, and you just zoom. You don't have to pedal at all. So Shane, you're wrong. You don't, you don't have to pedal at all on the bike. It's a joke. 
I don't know why there's pe there's only pedals there. Literally. So what I'm saying is that what I said last time was completely. I'm completely right. Well, there's two modes, right? You can pedal and have a pedal assist. Like when you're pedaling, you will start, and on the second turn, you basically get shot out of a cannon. Right. It's like what you, it feels you do like, like one revolution and boom, and boom, <laughs> you're off. Boom. Or you can just hold down the turbo button, and then you don't have to pedal. Well, then it's just a motorcycle. What I'm now, saying. Now we have what a I'm saying is that I thought they were for fat people, and now I realize that it's even more for fat people than I could ever ever imagine. Uh, my my and there shouldn't be pedals. There shouldn't be pedals on it. My gripe is my car window. Three of the car windows have broken. And what I mean by that is the car and the engine, each window in your car has a small engine inside of the door. And if that engine breaks, it costs about $400 to fix. And the problem is that your window just won't go up. So right now, my window of my car is sitting outside in a rainstorm. The rain is going into my car. Raccoons and skunks are living in my car because my window is open. So <clears throat> this morning, I had to go out there with a trash bag and duct tape while a trash bag. While it was raining outside of my window. So now you're the dude that has a trash bag on his window. Because uh, the other option is to pay $400 for something really small. Let's let me, let me sum this up for people real fast. Yep. You're a 31-year-old dude yep. who's living in his mom's living room and has a trash bag on his car window. Yeah. Is that is that about right? Yeah, that's right. That's right, baby. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by the Four Sigmatic Coffee, sponsoring people over 30 that live in their mom's living room. It is fantastic coffee. We love it. It helps productivity. There's no come down, and it's fantastic coffee. And which, that is a read where you just, mm -hmm. it's not a great read, which is but why, the coffee is really good. Which is exactly why we don't have any in the house right now. It's right. It's so good. If I was drinking Force of Mag right now, the read would have been better. You guys mm -hmm. can imagine. Shane, you're wrong. E-bikes are for fat people. It's time to play a game, okay? okay. I, have, I have a question for you. Before we play the game, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay? These are the top five shows on the History Channel, and I want you to tell oh, me who this I'm channel so is for. I'm so excited. I'm okay? so excited. When big things go wrong, Counting Cars, The Curse of Oak Island, Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman, Pawn Stars, The Unexplained with William Shatner, this is more than five, and Mountain Men. Who are, who are the these last four? four? The last four. Who is this channel for? The last four. Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman, Pawn Stars, The Unexplained with William Shatner, and Mountain Men. Those are the shows on the History Channel. Who is the audience for the History Channel? Uh, redneck, rednecks. Yep, I had done. I had fifty to seventy year old white dudes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay, I was just a little. I, I thought the History Channel was going to be, I guess, Dude, something else. They've, yeah. they've switched. Have you? Do you read? If you go to their website, they switched their tagline to what? What does it say? It's called the number one truthful entertainment brand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, they realized that they instead of making boring ass history documentaries, they're going to have to make Pawn Stars. Would you rather watch pretend the History Channel is just pretend that it's history, but really it's just another channel? Would you rather watch Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman or The Unexplained with William Shatner? 
Uh, unexplained with William Shatner. Okay. Just because, you know, I feel like it's got a lot of potential. All right. This is true and false. Okay. We're going to do true and false about gladiators. Okay. Okay. Gladiatorial bouts were always fought to the death. True or false? False. You say it's false. Why do you say it's false? Because only about 20% of the bouts ended in a death. Yep. And referees would end the fight if it was too boring or too drawn out because guess what? It was entertainment. Yeah. Which we're going to get into. And a lot actually, of it is because it was supposed to entertain. Actually, keep people the dying. In seats. Do you want in seats? Right. Do you know what the issue was that the dying, the dying actually went out of favor? People didn't like the dying. Because imagine that like Kevin Durant, like you love Kevin Durant. And oh, and he dies. And he's like, he played in the final and then he loses and you're like, all right, well, he got him next year. And nope, he's dead. So basically, the the die, the killing of the gladiators it got rid of like the revenge story, because they're dead. Oh, I see. And so the audience like didn't like it, and people were like, "Oh shit, this is not working." Yeah. So I have because because of the amount of money involved in the training and the feeding of gladiators are actually pretty expensive. So when they died, it really sucked. Right. Well, imagine if like if like LeBron James had died like ten years ago before he did all this other cool shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine it'd be a lot that. less entertainment. Yeah, it'd be a lot less. And that's the point, right? Okay, so but nevertheless, gladiators only really live to their mid twenties. Yep. And like you said, twenty percent. Yeah, I have w- between one in five and one in ten bouts left participants dead. So somewhere in between there. So most five, yeah. most of the fights, gladiators didn't die. But a lot of them, they did. 20% is still Wait, a lot. but a lot, a lot of the of time, them, they, they did. did die. And also, they would only live to their mid-20s because eventually they'd fucking die. So it was like you'd be hanging out after the, at the bar after the gladiator, after the Coliseum, and be like, yeah, they died this time. We went to a great match. Oh, you it was know? a great match. Like, someone died. Someone died. It was it awesome. It was so good. He died. No, killed by a crocodile. No, you no, know, no, no, no. Speared no. by a trident. No, no. The lion got him this time. No, the lion they got him. They ripped his arm off. No, I did. I saw it. I and saw the lion get him. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, the emperor, good family fun. It's great family fun. That's <laughs> the gla- That's the theme. The emperor giving a thumbs down gesture for a killing. Is that true or false? Like like Commodus in the Gladiator movie with Russell Crowe. Okay, I I think there was some kind of a jet. I like if the crowd wanted the dupe to die, that then he died. Right. The will of the crowd. Yeah. Okay. So it's definitely true that the emperor gave a sign. When there was a downed gladiator, we can see that because outside the Coliseum, there's graffiti depicting this scene happening. Right. One thing about the, the gladiators is they were around for a thousand years. So there's lots of evidence and wild. trash that was produced by these events. So we can tell pretty well that, what happened. Uh, is that the longest running sport? Of gladiators? Yeah. Maybe. What are the sports been around for like 900 years? Catch. Catch with your father. Father and son playing catch. Fathers and son playing catch in the Father yard has been around catch. forever. Playing grab ass has been around for son definitely longer. Son came home just the, the other, other day. day. Do you think playing grab ass has been a lo- around since the time of the gladiators? <laughs> Do you <laughs> think that even during the gladiators, their, they coaches, were playing grab their ass? coaches were like, stop playing grab ass. Get your sword out of his ass. <laughs> get your sword. I get, stop playing grab ass, damn it. <laughs> get back to fighting each other. Um, okay, so they did, emperors did do a thumbs sign but it's unclear whether the thumbs up meant live or the thumbs up meant die His, some historians think that the emperor would put out a fist and then extend two fingers and that was a sign for death and the thumbs down was a sign for mercy so kind of like what commodus does where he puts out he puts the thumb sideways yeah and then he like slowly moves yeah it. i think yeah I, I don't remember i think in the movie thumbs down meant that dying right yeah 
he puts the thumb sideways. But actually, then, in real life, thumbs down meant the mercy because, you know, the crowd kind of wanted the thumbs up, right? Thumbs up was like, yes, he's dying. And, you know, we get to see a death. Okay, so, so what thing. you're saying is that they did give it, the emperor did give a sign. Definitely gave a sign. Unclear about the, the machinations of the sign. Okay, yeah. But he definitely gave a sign. Because from what I've researched too is that the emperor, yeah, the emperor did give a sign. And like when, when it was a non-favored fighter, mm-hmm. um, the crowd would like be going crazy for them to kill him. And the emperor would, you know, he would usually side with the crowd. Right. The crowd has a big influence on it. Well, I, I, we can get into this, but that, that's basically what this is for. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, the last one, gladiators fought against animals. True or false? Oh, totally true. Totally true, right? Although they were special events, there were warriors trained and classed, fitted out, equipped out just to fight beasts. So they're called the venatores or, or the, the bestiaries. bestiaries. Okay. They squared off against crocodiles, bears, elephants, deers, and ostriches. Rhinos and elephants. These events if anything they were typically the opening event of the games to get people right. fired up right. nothing nothing fire like a man against a crocodile to, to fire kind of you your, up before get, the first card get people's juices going it was basically like a card it was like a fight card you're telling me that if tonight instead of watching premier league or champions league soccer if instead we had the option of watching a man versus a crocodile fight to the death that wouldn't get you going right i don't definitely don't think it would be boring one of the problems with the gladiators is once you've done man versus croc then there's like only no. so far. Where else do you go? Where do you go after? Like where else they, are we going? Uh, rhino, lion, leopard, armed versus unarmed. I mean, they literally they ran the gamut of what they could do. No, what is our topic today? Our topic today is gladiators. We have an absolutely packed episode. Pack full bangers. I'm gonna go uh, first. I'm gonna go into famous gladiators, then daily life of gladiators, and Adam is gonna talk about the different types of gladiators. And Adam's actually gonna talk about that first. Yeah. Adam, mm-hmm. begins that don't suck. You have six seconds to tell us everything we need to know yep. to enjoy the episode about gladiators. Yep. You ready? Yes, I am. Okay, three, two, one, go. Gladiators were armed combatants, Noah, who entertained audiences in the Roman Empire in violent confrontations with other gladiators, wild animals, and also condemned criminals. Most of these gladiators were despised slaves, okay? The others of their class in society being actual slaves and, for some reason, actors. Nobody liked actors, uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense because now, of course, you wouldn't put actors at the bottom of society, right? They're kind of worshipped. Right. So something changed. Schooled under harsh conditions and socially marginalized, although they could win. Kind of. Yeah. Although they could win admiration from the crowds in the Coliseum, right? They could win respect and, and admiration. And fame and glory. And fame and, and glory. And sex with empresses. Yes. Although usually they were despised as slaves. Usually. Usually. The gladiatorial games lasted for nearly a thousand years and can be thought of as an early, brutal version of professional sports, Noah. So today we take a deeper look at one of the most awful but fascinating practices of the ancient Romans. And Noah. What is our theme? Okay, our theme for today is, I have two themes. Our first theme is circuses and bread. Have you ever heard that saying? Circuses and bread. Yeah, have you heard that? No. It's like, it's basically what, like, a ruling elite class does. So they, like, it's a political theory where, like, if you give the lower class food and entertainment, then they won't rebel. Oh, okay. So I think the gladiators has a lot to do with circuses and bread. And I think it has a lot to do with... Wait, what is it? What are you saying? Circuses in bread? It's called circuses and bread. It's a saying. Oh, circuses and bread. Circuses and bread. Circuses and bread. It's a saying. If you give the lower class 
food and entertainment, then they'll basically forget a lot of the shitty things that are happening to them. Okay. So I think you can see that now. That happened recently. We didn't have any entertainment during Corona, and there was a lot so of if shit you that get, went down. Yeah, if you give the bread and you give entertainment, what are they going to rebel about? That's they're, the th- they're not going to the rebel, theory, right? That's what are the they theory. Gonna do? They're not going to rebel. And the gladiatorial games, that was a huge... I mean, really, that's the reason why. It's to give people entertainment so that they would forget about their lives for a second. Maybe not think about how shitty they were. Maybe not think about how, how fuck, fucked up it was that they were basically peasants. Yeah, but like I was thinking about this because during Rona, we had no entertainment. And no one had any entertainment. Wait, we had we had entertainment. We have TV screens. We have phones. No, I get it. Video I games. get it. Ween ween. But like you know, like the we had no public entertainment. We had no public entertainment, and there was a huge, huge social social justice movement. I can't even say the word. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a social justice Do you know what movement. I mean, though? Yeah, that could have. That was. Uh, seems like slightly commandeered to be kind of just rage. Right, but yeah. you, you think like it during, if it didn't happen, if it happened when we had. <laughs> Not during Till. Rona, would it have happened to the level that it did? Yeah. When we had all the entertainment we did. So I think circuses and bread well, is if you relevant could, now. If you can find entertainment during Rona, what are you doing? There, you got the TV. You got a lot of no, entertainment. I know, You also have public a carpet. You can look at your carpet with a magnifying glass. Right. If you get bored. It got really... I feel like during the middle of Corona, we had podcasts during that. It got real real. It got, got real. It just like... I, I think it was like six to eight months in where you're just like, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying sitting alone in my house. Right, right. I've had enough of uh, of playing of like you know, putting my dog on top. When of, they're trying to put my dog on top of the when TV, the video games finally get, when the video games finally get boring, you're like, this isn't this, this is isn't. what am I doing? Okay, anyway, life? hey. So and the theme is also people like violence, then they like it now too. Oh right, that that hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, I had my my um cousin in law. Cousin in law, yeah. Put on cousin in law. Cousin in law put on an episode of Squid Games, which you guys probably know. It's it's like the most popular Netflix show ever now. If you don't know what it is, I don't think people say cousin in law. I think you just say my cousin's cousin's husband. That's fine. It's right? not the point though. So they they put on an episode of Squid Game, and um, I don't like watching stuff. It's cool if you like it. I don't like watching anything, so of course I didn't like it. But it was just it's just like shocking, how I think it's really dumb, and it's really just like it's just super violent. And that's what people like now, and they fucking liked Gladiators back then. So that really hasn't changed. You think that people like the violence in that show? They love it. They love it. It's yeah. t- it's titillating. The whole thing about the violence there is like they're kid games, but look how wrong they are. Look mm-hmm. how weird that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. If you like well, games, it's totally fine. I don't like watching anything. You just don't so like watching anything. I don't like watching anything. So I just you know I watched as an observer. But b- people, the that show was super violent and like super wrong because it's like kid games. People love it now. They loved Gladiators back in the day. People just like violence. Violence is very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be not entertaining to watch a man fight a crocodile or rhino. Couldn't say it wouldn't be. It'd be fucked up, though. No, I don't want to watch it, but I wouldn't be bored watching it, right? No, probably not bored watching it. I mean, I watch Cops. Bad boys. Bad cops boys. is what you gonna do. Here's the thing about Cops. I don't watch Cops no, just listen, now, just, but I, I, I did a, when I was I watching take, cable. No, here's cops. the question with Cops. Ready for this? Yeah. Answer this. Is me and my friends would debate this. Is Cops a show that's trying to support and promote police officers, or is it really making fun of police officers, or is it making fun of nor- of people, or is general? it just making fun of how, re- how ridiculous <laughs> there's a naked some of these there's are. a naked man again in the like in the park running well, around? Okay, that's the thing, right? It's what is it? Making that's the thing of? about satire. It's very hard to tell. But Reno 911 is a satire on cops, right? 
Right. But the fact that cops plays bad boys, yeah, used to play bad boys at the opening credits would make me lean to it's a satire on not only the police, but just how ridiculous some of these humans are. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think the joke's on everyone there. But that's, I think that's pretty, that's funny that they made the show like also that. Also, how ridiculous you are for watching a show about this Also, you're just watching cops. a show, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We've uh, broken the third wall with cops. Okay. Well, okay. Um. Hey, do yeah. you want, let's start with types of gladiators. Okay. Gladiator classes. Okay. So guess what? There was a lot of different types of gladiators, and they were fitted out to fight specific opponents because, as Noah was saying, it's all about entertainment value. Right. Right. So they've done this for a thousand years. So the Romans ended up being able to tell pretty easily which battles increased excitement. What was the best entertainment that they could get? So we're going to start with a common class called, and now I've lost. Oh, okay. A lot. My outline's back. Can you go to the Dude Nature Picture Share on Slack and scroll up to the top where you see the bile bears? Because right under the bile bears is the first Dude, picture. Dude, we oh, we were supposed to say the nonprofit for the bile bears. Oh, okay. Well, Oops. that's ha- it's happening. All right, sorry, top bile, pic- sorry top, bile bears. Okay, top picture. There's a bear in a cage right now. And top going, picture. Wah. Hey, one of the things about gladiators is yeah. that um, it doesn't look like like Game of Thrones armor. No, it's like very very different. Okay. So, so so go to the first picture. I don't look at the other pictures. And the first picture is a Thracian gladiator. Now, before I get into it, can you describe what you're seeing? Okay. It's a dude. He has a helmet with a large mohawk on it. The helmet's covering his face. He has a round shield and a sword that curves upward. And then he has like on their sword arm. So you have a shield in one hand. On the sword arm is like wrapping. It's almost like very, very thick cloth going around the sword arm. And I've, I see that in the gladiators a lot. Like, what is that? Okay, so this dude, the, Thrax, the Thracian, he was an agile attacker rather than a defender. If you want to think of this in terms of video game uh, terminology, you can think of this as a, as a DPS opponent. You know, a damage per second kind of situation. You're looking at me with a face you with a furrowed like, brow. Yeah, but because like I love you went real, real video Fine. game. I can go. Like, I can go I, basketball. Even I did. I go. I go basketball. Do Where do you want the metaphor? Where do you want the metaphor to go? I go to the animal kingdom. You you could you do, pick you pick what you want me to do. I just de- you you used an acronym for video games. That's so such a deep cut. I don't even know what that is, and I love video games. What do you damage per second? It's just a you light attack. Is? It's a light attack. He's fast. He goes in and out and fucking and slashes. Okay. You know what? I'm going to compare these gladiators. The basketball to... players is good. Yeah. No, I'm going I'm to do animal. Animal kingdom. Okay. Okay. okay, okay you'll like that. Okay. All what's right? this dude? This dude's, a, this dude's a hawk. Okay. He's, um, he's, that's na- perfect. he's an this agile atta- attacker. Yeah. He's not really a defender. You can tell in the picture he has a short sword and a smallish shield. The helmet is unique because it has two eye holes. You see those eye holes there? Right. But they aren't really eye holes. What are they? What do they look like to you? Mesh. They look like mesh, right? Yeah. Okay, they're not wide open. His blade that he has, do you notice anything unique about his blade? It's curved upward. Yes, at the end it's curved upward. And that was so that they could get around opponents and stab them in the back. Stab them in the back or the sides. Because as we're going to see with the other gladiators, they have bigger shields. So this guy, was he's supposed to get around the opponent and then stab them because of the curved sword he has, the Thracian. Hey, uh, also, I'll put these on the Instagram, so you can just go there and look at these. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, w- One thing I found crazy about it, about the Gladiator armor is it looks so... Like, these is armor that was really used in fighting, like two people fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And it is so different than a lot of you movie, Game of Thrones movie, movie armor. Movie. It is just so fucking different than you in, think. In what way is it different? 
I guess it's just more practical. It's like it looks lighter, right? It's very it's light. Much lighter. They have a shield, so they can move. The sword is curved upward, which you never see. Right. And if you get into the details of this stuff, it talks about how, like, the the level of sweat that they would have from heavy armor and how that would subtract from their movements and stuff like that. Right. So if you're a real killer, you actually wear less armor than you would think. Yeah, like a medieval knight. Uh, one thing, yeah, one thing is that, so the she- the sword arm. So there's the shield and the the sword arm is always heavily armored mm-hmm. because that's obviously extended. the arm that's extended and it has like a big cloth around it um also the reason the different types of gladiators is important is because they were trained to specifically be that t- fighter so if you were like a hawk like adam was saying you would be trained to be a hawk fighter you wouldn't be able to fight the other styles yeah okay so the thracian his sword is called a sika and the sika Get this. It comes from ancient Jewish people. What? Who, who opposed the Roman occupation in Jerusalem. They're known as Jewish zealots. They used this sword called a Sika. So these classes, not only do they represent a unique style of fighter, but they also represented a sometimes cultures that the Romans fought against in wars. Before we get on to the second fighter, the Thracian, they have a specific opponent. And the specific opponent the Thracian has is called a Mormilo. And when I talk about these words, I'm going to use Wait, Italian Latin. Hold on. You're saying that he always fought against this yes. other opponent? Almost always they fight against specific opponents because they're designed to have their strengths and weaknesses mesh together well to make an entertaining fight. Oh, okay. That's cool. So almost every time the Thracian fought a Murmilo, okay? The Murmilo was thought of, I can think of it kind of as a rhino. Can you please go to the second picture in the Do Nature yes. picture? Yes. So okay. So it's it's someone that's super heavily. He is a, he is a, a huge facial thing. He has a massive shield. Whereas the the hawk has like a small shield. Mm-hmm. The Romeo has like a shield that's basically the size of his body. Yes. So he he's a rhino. Yeah, he's a rhino. He's okay. like a tank. These dude, the Thracians were usually a little bit smaller dudes. The Mermilos were humongous dudes, big buff, because they had to carry a monster shield. You see how big that shield is? That shield goes from calf all the way up to his neck. It okay. protects his and entire it, body. Well, I like that. So, like, a lot, typically, like these were sometimes places that the Romans fought. Yes. Okay, so the Thracian was like the light attacker. He would go against the heavy attacker. The classic battle. Right. Exactly. Okay. So. The Mermilo is similar to a Roman soldier or a legionnaire. He's a defense class, not really for attacking. He would put that shield in front of him and crouch low behind the shield, so it's basically basically impossible to hit him from the front. So, with the Thracian, why he has a curved sword is because he's trying to get around the Mermilo's shield, the Mermilo's giant shield, right, to stab him in the sides. Right. That was the fight, and the Mermilo is playing defense. That's a dope fight. Okay, Strong warrior, right? Thick body. On that shield and on his helmet, it's usually representing marine kind of naval combat designs. Oh, on the shield. Right. So he might have like a piece of kelp on the shield uh, as a design kind of thing right there. Yeah. Murmillo, I think, means uh, silverfish. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Often naval attire on the helmet as well. His sword, it's a different kind of sword. Right? It's a straight sword, not a curved sword. Right. It's a little bit longer. So, while it, I mean, like, while it's um, cool to think about what this battle would have been like from a Thraxian to Murmilo, I mean, it sounds super It's also, like, really fucked up. You imagine these two just, like, imagine, like, watching, you're watching a, a dude who's lightly, lightly guarded 
jump around and just stab this dude in like the leg. This dude, so the Mermilo wouldn't really be moving. They'd be crouched behind the shield, and the other guy would, is trying to attack them. So you can see why they set these things up because it's entertaining. It's entertaining to watch two different styles. Okay, it's like two 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 great different basketball teams fighting each other. Yep. Okay, go to your third picture is a very unique one. Okay, um, what do you see? Well, it looks like it it, it looks as heavily armored as the Mermillo. Okay, but it has the huge shield that's that's from like calf to neck. It has the humongous helmet, but the sword arm also has armor on it. Oh, I okay. Oh, okay. My bad. I see the pictures are organized a little bit different than I thought. So that the second one that you're that you saw before, that guy is the Sakutor. Sakutor. And the third one is the Mermilo. The third one down Woo! from the top is, is the is the Mermilo. Do you see what I'm saying with the Mermilo with, with the kind of like the kelp thing on the shield? Yeah. Okay. So they, yeah, go to the go to the second one. They're both one. the same. They're both very they're both similar. very similar. Yeah, we'll do the sec- yeah, 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 skip, 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 skip the next one. No, Secutor is cool. Okay, what's up with the Secutor? Um, once yeah, you're right. Once again, it's a defense like tank class. A little bit different from the Mermilo, right? Because he has he actually has armor all over his body. Right. The right, right, right. So the Mermilo doesn't. He doesn't have armor on his arm, but it's like a very thick cloth. So he uh, the Secutor has two very small holes in the helmet where he can see out. This sword is called the that he has. It's called the Gladius Sword. This is where gladiators got their name. Is from this sword, this Sakutor. I think. Holding. I think it's, it would be surprising if you look at the pictures how short their swords are. So the Sakutor, the heavily armored with a shield guy, he almost always fought a Retiarius. So let's go to yep. Go to the fourth picture there. Okay, this one's sick. Yeah, okay, this is the sick one. This is this is. It looks like Poseidon. If Poseidon was a warrior, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's it's a super light. This dude basically has no armor on. He has a trident, a lar- literally a trident, a large trident, and a net in his other hand. It is so bizarre. This one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it is a guy with very light armor, almost no armor on his top or his bottom. In his right hand, he's holding a, a literally. It is a trident. It's a huge <laughs> trident. It is a, th- it is a pitchfork but, trident. And the left hand, what's he holding in the left hand? He's holding a net. It is literally looks like Poseidon went to Gladiator. Yep. In his left hand, he's holding it's a so, net. So 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 weird. So weird. And in his belt, what do you see? A knife. Yep, in his belt he had a dagger, okay? Extremely light armor. The only armor he has is on his net side hand, his left hand. Yeah, and again, like, these dudes train just in these specific styles. Right, so his style was to net the opponent, get them tangled in the net, either stab them from distance with the trident, or get up close and stabby, stabby, stabby with the dagger. So he'd, like, hold them off with the trident and then try and net them? Yeah, and try and net them, exactly. And then they were just... Well, okay, his his opponent was the Sekutor. Which is the heavily, heavily armored defensive class. So it seems like a lot of the times it's light armor versus heavy armor. Yeah, exactly. There's like an attack and a defense kind of thing. Okay. So he would, yeah, he would try to net people. This class actually fought a couple other ones right there. Um, this style that he used is known as fisherman style because obviously he had a fucking net, right? Yeah, it's it looks like a fucking fisherman gone a gladiator style. Yep. What's interesting too is that, so like in the Roman military... They were more like the Mermillo yep. because they had like to form like the shield walls and all that shit. So like this one-on-one fighting gladiator, gladiatorial fighting is very different yeah, than definitely. like actual war fighting. Okay. Go to the picture below that one. Okay. And that is the Hoplomachus. Okay. So this dude, this dude has a tiny, he has leg armor, but no real armor up top. 
He has a shield that's like a tiny round shield that you could like easily yeah, tiny hold. round shield. And I think that's a spear in his right hand. Right. Yep. It is. It is a spear in his right hand. Where, of course, like you said, the spear hand is armored. The top is empty, so there's no armor on the top. There's armor on the legs. That shield is fucking tiny. The shield basically just covers his hands. You know almost. what? So is how did they find people to put people into types? Because I'm wondering if like if you're really tall. Yeah, I don't know. Then if you're really tall and have long reach, then you'd be a th- then you'd be a retiarius, right? Fisherman. Yeah, I'm just thinking that the fisherman or the spear is really good for you because people aren't really gonna have a hard time getting close to you. I think you have to be kind of a beast to be to be a secutor or mermilo because that's like a lot of armor, right? Just like very shield. strong, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we would have been good hoplomachus. I'm kind of into the hoplomachus. What's that? The Thracian? No, that's that's the guy we're looking at now with the spear and the small shield. So he's if you if you look at him closely. He's supposed to represent a Greek warrior. It'd be fucking terrifying though to go in there with a spear. If you if the spear gets like if someone gets inside of your spear, you have no you armor. You have no armor. You have yep. no armor, and they're gonna absolutely they're gonna murder just you. hack you with their sword, right? Jesus Christ. Um. So yeah, they're supposed to represent Greeks. Uh, they are ranged warriors with that spear, and they're very nimble. Well, of course, not much armor. But so if you fucking get rid of the spear, then you get iced. Right. So maybe if they were a bird, they'd be like a small, like an osprey kind of situation. Okay. If an osprey could like shoot its talons. The dude with the huge trident and the net, it is so bizarre. It really is. But it's like, so weird. it's so weird, but you can see how if you're, if you're a mermillo and you're sitting behind the huge shield and someone throws a net over you and then stabs you with their trident, how it'd be quite effective. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. You know, I didn't include it here, but there is a very unique class that only fights against the Retiarius. What's a Retiarius? Retiarius is the is the trident, is the fisherman with the trident and the net. Okay. Okay. There is a very unique class that has no armor, a sword, and on its right hand, it has it, it looks like you know how an amputee has a, a fake uh, can have like a stump. Mm-hmm. He he has a stump over his hand, and on that stump, it's a half, a moon shaped, half moon shaped. To cut blade. himself out of the net. Yeah, exactly. So that half moon shape cuts him out of the net. Again, this is for entertainment. These fights, right? So that he cuts himself out okay. of the net, kind and of he has a sword. Yeah, you can't say that this wouldn't. It would be awful to watch, but like you get why people went. Well, I know, I understand that, but when you're doing research on this stuff and when you're looking at it you can't help but think that these are you know these are real humans killing each other i mean it's cool but these are real fucking people that would kill each other to just watch a couple hour fight of a lightly armored soldier it's brutal. just like try and stab someone bleed to death guess what we made civilization has made progress you know how i know because people used to kill each other for entertainment right right hmm what do you think yeah where'd you I, go uh He's back now thinking that a lot of these a lot of these people were either prisoners of war or criminals. There were a lot of volunteers. There were some volunteers that, w- that did a gladiator. There were volunteers. There were free men who did it. There, there were free men who did it. But a lot of these people were criminals. Also emperors. Okay, but not really. They weren't no, real really. Bad. No, really. dude. Commodus didn't... He didn't actually fight fair battles. He wasn't the only one that did it. Eh, we'll, we'll discuss. Okay. No, he will discuss. Okay. Um, so that, that didn't give you the heebie-jeebies when you were doing this. You, you don't really care they're real people. No, <laughs> that would make sense for you. No. That's kind of on brand. It's very on I brand obviously, for you. For this, of this, I know you play a character in this podcast. It's very on brand. No, I obviously care. I obviously care that they were real people for sure. And I think it's crazy to watch people stab each other to death. So, but going to life for prison, that's also not that tight. No. No, probably not that tight. So at least they got to like 
you know, try and win fame and glory out here. Okay, go to the next one bes- below the Hoplomachus in green. He's got a green shield. Okay, this is a dude that has, he looks like a short, he has, he's got a pretty big shield. He's very lightly armored. And he's got a short knife. It's the stabber. It's the stabber. The stabber. He's obviously just running around trying to stab. But my thing is that with that short little thing, I mean, how are you going to... You got to block with the shield and get in and yeah. stab. To me, this is kind of what it looked like Maximus was wearing in the movie. In the movie Gladiator. Yes, it did. Do you know... So Spartacus? Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of actual... Uh, so Spart- no, which one was he? Spartacus, who we'll go into later, a very famous gladiator that rebelled. He was a uh, the lightly armored... Like, get around behind Stabber. The first one. The hawk. He was a a Thracian. He was a hawk. He was a Thracian. Yes. But I don't use the Thracian because people don't know what that is. So I I say, right, the colloquial term, Adam. Okay, the colloquial term. Right. Better better do that. So this this is the provocateur. I guess he's kind of like an eagle. Because the provocateur, the interesting thing about them is that they they fought other provocateurs. So it was like versus like. So two Stabbers. Right, two Stabbies. (laughs) Because they're both light and there's going to be a lot of blood. So his gear, he's, he's a skirmisher. He's more mobile than the Mermilo. The, sh- the shield is shorter. The sword is shorter. He has less armor on his body. Um, yep. So they would they would schedule provocateurs against provocateurs right as an undercard right after the man versus crocodile fights would be provocateur versus provocateur. Oh, so, so you you'd get right. you warm up with an animal. So you you, know, you warm up man versus animal. Then you've got two lightly armored guys fighting each other, and then the main card was. The, the heavily armored versus light armored and those and the main car was always like two gladiators that were well known yeah yep exactly all right the last gladiator I have for you okay what is special about this guy you can notice okay, it right it's away fucking easy he's got two swords yes the dude Dima- lightly the, armored two two blades the dimacaris the dimacaris has two fucking swords they are two different swords okay and no shield he has a bent short sword and a straight sword one of the things about the Dimacaris is we only have two historical accounts, apparently, of this one. So it's very rare. They wear super light armor, armor, and they're for close combat. So not a ton of evidence that this one that actually someone used two swords. But if they did, that's pretty amazing. I, I, uh, for sure. I don't know how you could use that effectively against a shield. As he types. Yeah, I was finding what kind of gladiators my famous gladiators are. Yeah, no, that's... I could tell. Yeah, yeah, um... I don't know how you would be able to use the two swords effectively. I think I think I think the main thing that, I th- that I've been thinking about is what gladiator type do you think that you would do best with? No, I would do best with, or you know, I would like to be. I mean, like some of them are, are frightening because if you have the spear, you have the reach. But if someone gets inside your spear, you have no armor. You're gonna get absolutely owned. Do you think that there was big data going on for the gladiator? The analytics. They're like the analytics were like, oh, the Mermillo is clearly the best. Yeah, the ground taken. Ground feet of ground percentage of yeah percentage domination of, domination possession, during match possession of expected arena. goals during max right match right crowd volume volume, volume. When they enter. <laughs> yeah yeah I do you like net trident like what would you go into the arena as honestly I think I really like net trident because they have two things but they have no armor at all so I guess <clears throat> I think that the most practical is probably the provocateur here's the thing about the mermillo mm-hmm. if you're not super strong have very good stamina. Someone can just fucking wear you down over a couple hours. Like the Sekutor, the Sekutor with the the entire armor, which is picture number two. For you. Right, right. He so you could if someone even gets past his giant shield, they still have a bunch of armor to fight against. Let me just say so, the man with probably the best record for mm-hmm. being a gladiator, he was a Sekutor 
which is the heavily ar- super heavily armored defender. Oh, really? Yes, but Spartacus was the hawk. He was the hawk. Yeah, he was the Thracian. That's right. The Jewish, the uh, the the Jew, the Jewish zealot. Yeah, the Jew. He was a Jewish zealot. Who was the best trident guy? Now I want to know, like, who was Mister Trident? Who, who was, was the trident? best net trident? Who do you think has the biggest wang? I think biggest. Big... I think to be a retiarius, a fisherman, you have to have a huge wang because you have you, you know, know you have a net. No, I think I think for some reason the trident doesn't scare me as much. A trident, I have a lot. Like I, it's hard to miss with a trident because you got three prongs. Yeah, you know what I mean. The spear, dude. It's like if you could easily miss a thrust, the dude chops your spear off, and then you're fucked. Yeah. Then you're then you then you're absolutely fucked, right? Yeah, but you can you can attack them from a distance. That's pretty cool. If you're a tall dude, the spear would be it would be hard to get at a tall dude. I watched a video of someone doing a spear demonstration, and it looks pretty ferocious. If you really know how to wield a spear, you know it's it's a big fucking spear. Like you can't get anywhere near that person if they're really good at it. Hmm. Hard for me to know which one I would want to go in go in with, honestly. Okay. I'll give you a second to look something up on your computer. And we're going to take a quick break. And after that, it's time for a halftime, honey. Okay, some of the best gladiators I could find, they were the Secutor and the Mermio, which are the two heavily armored ones. Cool. Yeah, th- those ones, right, they have a lot of armor and they have a gigantic So shields. I wonder if they were doing big data, if they could see that the defender was actually like a better position. Uh, this is the Halftime Money Toast, where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that's somehow related to our episode. I find the story, and Noah responds with his immediate thoughts. So, yes. of course, we don't have the Jack Daniels honey right now. It's the middle well, of the day. Again. Well, what, what, we what do, do we what, have? What, what, what we do have is some marijuana sent to us by Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, thank you, the Jack Daniels weed. Jack Daniels green. Yeah, the JD green. Okay, JD the, green. The JDG. Okay, what are we toasting to? We are toasting to American Gladiators, the show, because it's coming back. No, hey, it's not. MGM is according Shut to up. Deadline News. MGM Shut up. is teaming up with WWE for a modern version of the series, which will feature WWE wrestling superstars. Okay, here are three events that were in the original that would be amazing to see now. Number one is the earthquake. This is how it's described. In earthquake, a contender and gladiator attempt to throw each other off a moving twelve-foot circular platform. Okay, that's just a good old kind of that's wrestling. Fucking sick. Yeah, it's fucking sick. How about assault? where the contender has 60 seconds to hit a target using a series of projectile weapons while avoiding high-speed tennis balls being fired at them by a gladiator using an air-powered cannon. Oh, so we're fucking coming back with American gladiator. And of course, fucking joust. Yeah, where you hit each other with a big... It's called a foam spear. Do you know what it's called? It's called a a pugil stick. Sure. Big foam spear. Big foam stick. Big foam stick. Pugil stick. Don't you think assault is shit? Is sick. You try to hit something Question. with a cannon with jou- while you're getting shot. Are they on a raised platform? Where if they fall, it's like very far. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. When are we? When is it? When is this? When is this on? I don't know. I don't know. It's coming. It's coming because they mentioned that there's a documentary coming out about WWE. So wait, what does this have to do with WWE, the American Gladiator? Because that is who's producing the new show. Is the is WWE? 
I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Why would that be a bad thing? There, who else would do it? Okay, so well, okay, so so good things. Lots of money, lots of experience, lots of experience, lots of, lots experience, of, money. Lots of money. Bad things. They they produce fake shit that people absolutely <laughs> love. No, but I want my American Gladiator shit to be like real. The real athlete. It produces entertaining combat that people love. It's I. It's fake though, and I want American Gladiator to be real though. How do you know it's fake? How do you know it's fake? WWE. It's fake, but they're still doing amazing athletic stunts, right? Do you? It's get, still a stunt. Oh, so you want American Gladiator to be fake? No, I don't want it to be fake. Thank you. But I mean, I who else? Who, okay, who would do it? Who who would do it? If you're fucking Switzerland, do you want Switzerland to be in charge of American Gladiator? Who would I want to be in charge? Of? Who would you want to be in charge of the new American Gladiator show? I would want like the UFC to be in charge of American Gladiator. Yep. You know what? I don't think they're. Have you, when's the last time you've watched UFC? Never, because I don't like watching people punch Never. each other, really. Never. Okay. Do you like watching people punch each other? No, but I've watched SummerSlam. Hmm. I've definitely watched SummerSlam. Yeah. The characters are better. Yeah, the characters... Are, yeah, right? There's way more entertainment in WWE. No, look, I'm excited. When is it... When is it? That might be something I'd actually watch. Yeah. I'd fucking watch it in a Getting second. back to good, you old, see, like, real good old family entertainment. Family That's what fun. I want. You want to see am- the athletes like, try to fucking shoot each other with tennis balls? Hit each other with sticks? Yes, one hundred. The answer is yes. What twelve? What twelve year old boy? What twelve year old boy is going to say no? I don't want to see them throwing each other off a twelve foot moving platform. How about human cannonball, Noah? How about human cannonball? Do you want to see? Can you describe to us what human cannonball is? Human cannonball. It's a real when people are on a platform. You jump onto like a swinging rope, and you you like glide like glide like Tomb Raider on the rope. And you jump off the rope and try and, like, knock them off the platform with right. your momentum. Right. And all they have are pads to knock you off. They just have a pad. So either you knock them or they knock you. Is that a real event happening? It's a real event. Okay. I mean, when is this, when is it air? No, I don't want to watch Human Cannibal, he said. And their next podcast, American Gladiator, the discussion. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to air, but it's it's in the works right now. Okay. Apparently, Damn in, it, in, so 2000, in 2018, Seth Rogen tried to make American Gladiator again. But it never got off the ground. The Jewish comedian. Jewish comedian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good for him. Branching out. It's called branching out. It's called branching out. Okay. Okay. So there's my toast. That's to American. And that's fucking, that's fucking right. Also a great a great Nintendo game. The original Nintendo. Hey, can I say one thing with the Gladiator thing? There was a video game, a Gladiator video game, if you remember. Um, it wasn't great. I don't. So if you played uh, For Honor, the video game. How dare you say it wasn't Listen great. to me. If you played For Honor, the video game, that's a really good fighting game. It's just not a Gladiator game. Mm-hmm. I I what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I would love a really good no what no is talking about is there was a video game for the Super Nintendo that we played at our grandma's house called, called American, American Gladiator. Gladiator and it's fucking and dang. it had the events like Joust Assault and Human Cannonball and also had an event called the Wall which is when you start climbing and then four other gladiators try, that try to climb up no one can and try to rip you off the wall okay so that is a oh god damn I need this back I need American Gladiator back right can you oh my god. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Honestly. All right. On to your section. I'm ripping the weed. All right. So, daily life of a gladiator. Okay. First, gladiator school started around 100 BC. There were three main schools each, and each had a lanista, which is basically just a headmaster, the Dumbledore. Okay. Each school had a lanista. They organized the training, and they also bought and sold gladiators. There were many different types of people that became gladiators. I think this is important because there was prisoners of war, there were criminals, and there were volunteer free men. The thing is, is that if you were a criminal or a prisoner of war and you became a gladiator, 
you didn't receive the same kind of training that a volunteer who freely joined the gladiators did. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the free man had an advantage. Why would a free man join the gladiators? A, lo- a lot of free men joined the gladiators because they were in debt because it was they had no other option. Mm-hmm. And also because gladiators, they were they were given three big meals a day. Um, they were given a place to live. Their living conditions were better than low low class Romans. So well, they were close. Okay. The gladiators were closer to the middle class. Low class like artisans or what are we talking about? Low class poor people. Just the poors in general? Yes. So if you were a poor, poor person down their luck, you could be a gladiator and be fed. Okay. So, even yeah. though even though both free gladiators and criminals, they both slept in cells. That's not good. In small cells at the gladiator school. So you had to give up a lot just to basically be able to eat. You give up a lot of your freedom, but you can also gain lots of money mm-hmm. by winning by winning bouts. And gladiators were famous. They were re- like there were dolls. They found clay dolls of gladiators that like little kids would play with. They were famous, like really famous athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, gladiators were also sex. They were also big sex symbols. Um, women would wear garments dipped in gladiator blood or sweat because it was considered an aphrodisiac. That is fucking something. Yeah, you say that again. <laughs> yeah. Say that again. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Women. High elite women, they would wear garments that were dipped in gladiator blood or gladiator sweat, and it's considered an aphrodisiac. It was how old. would they get? How would they get it? Like before the match, would go down to the pen. So gladiators were just like property, right? Yeah. So the fucking you know the train the linister would they'd be sell, like, be like some sweat. They, they'd be like, go get the towels, wipe that sweat, put it in the stand, go put, put, put the it, stands. go go up to the coliseum and put it in the drink shop. Yeah. So the gladiators got the ladies. Yeah, they got the ladies. So the Roman women loved the gladiators. Loved them. Yeah. Um, we're going to that. I'll go so into, they liked the killing. I'll go into more of that in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go into it now. Mm-hmm. In Pompeii, they found graffiti to the gladiators. Um, and and this is what it said. So it said it said this: Salatus, the Thracian, makes the girls moan. <laughs> this was in graffiti. The Thracian, right? Yeah. The guy with a short curved sword. Yeah, short, short curved sur- sword. And then there was another one. Creases with his trident who catches the girls at night in his net. <laughs> this is the dude with the trident the in the Retiarius. net. Yeah. And then another one said, Creases, the lord of the girls. So, I like, women Wait. loved gladiators. Oh, he nets, Wait, he but, nets them. So, if you were a dude out of your luck in the low, low class, you could join the gladiators, um eat three meals a day, mm-hmm. and have the potential to win, win a lot of money, a lot of fame, and, and die, get a lot of girls. And die. At some, and point, you at probably, some point, die. No, you're probably dying in your mid-20s. You're dying soon. You're probably dying soon. You're dying soon, yeah. But it might be better. You might die anyway. You might have a better life. You might die anyway. Um, so even wives of Roman emperors had affairs with gladiators. Really? Famous affairs with, with gladiators, yeah. Faustina the Younger, 130 <clears throat> BC to 175 BC, a wife of Emperor Marcus Aurelius, she fell in love with the gladiator, and the rumor was that the gladiator fathered Aurelius' son and heir, Commodus. Oh, okay. Right, more on Commodus later. Okay, Messalina, the wife of Emperor Emperor Claudius, she took many gladiators as lovers. Mm. On one occasion, she even intervened to save a defeated gladiator in the ring that they were going to kill from death. Because she had banged him? Because he was one of her lovers. So you can have is it is it all good to have lovers? 
in the Roman times? It seemed like it was kind of chill. It was chill to have lovers, but you, could you have many wives? Uh, yeah. Messalina, she was eventually executed by her husband. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> she was having sex with gladiators. <laughs> she had many lovers. She had many lovers. And many lovers. And that's what goes down. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they were huge sex symbols. They were also super famous. Like people, like kids played with action figures of them. They were, they had huge, the, the big ones were super, super famous. Yeah. Well, it's very, you know, it's very reminiscent of modern day sports. Women getting women, their sweat on yeah, towels women, and using it as an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Guess what? There's, they're, you know it. They have lots of lovers, right? Super attractive to the opposite sex. Right. And, you know, they play sport. They sweat. So another They're thing, famous. another thing too, was make money. I guess it was like at a wedding. It was a big honor, and considered really good for the marriage if they would get a spear that had been used in a gladiator fight, and a spear that had been used to kill another gladiator was even better. So they would mm. get that spear, and they would use it to part the woman's hair. Okay. And so that was like a very good sign for the marriage. So the Romans were like super into the life cycle. Let me just tell of you. life and death. These dudes knew how to fucking sell, right? So like a gladiator would fight, right? Mm-hmm. He'd come out of the arena. His headmaster would be like, be like, great job, dude. We have got the towels. We're going to wipe the sweat, get it up to the souvenir stand. Right. Give me your spear. We're giving it We're giving it to the a royals having a, a wedding. We're giving Give it to her. Spear. Give me your clothes. We're giving it to some women to like, to like you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They just sold the shit. They just like they knew how to market them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um shit. Okay. Prostitutes were were provided to favor gladiators. Um but the thing was prostitution was pretty normal in Roman culture, so that's not that weird. But, but okay. you know what I mean? Wait, they, the gladiators still had to pay, right? The prostitutes or No, no, no. no. Their linista would pay for them. Oh. Yeah, so if if a gladiator had a good fight, and oh, it's, li- conju- the, it's a conjugal visit. The Linista might be like, go up to the room. You know, I got some prosties for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty slave. That's the slave thing. A, gl- a gladiator before their fight, before each fight, a gladiator had like a last meal, and he was giving anything he wanted in a huge meal. In a huge meal. Okay. Yeah, because it could be the last. Because it could be the fucking last one. Yep. Uh, the thing about gladiators, because there were th- really three main fighting schools, and the biggest fighting school where the famous gladiators came from, a lot of them, was connected by tunnel to the Colosseum. There were only three main fighting schools, and a lot of the gladiators were friends. Yeah. Because they all fucking trained together. They literally trained together. They're the only people they're hanging out with. They're sleeping in cells next to each other. They're probably going to become friends. So did did they know who they were going to fight beforehand? Almost always. They almost always knew before. So that's another reason why... The killing like went down. The, these gladiators didn't really want to kill each other. They, you know, they had to perform, but they were friends with each other. Yeah. So listen how crazy this is. So much so that at one point, gladiators formed a union together, mm-hmm. where if someone was killed, the union made sure that their family was taken care of. When did that happen? I'm not sure when that happened, but isn't that wild? Yeah, I wonder the if... The Gladiator Union. What's crazy about Gladiators is it's like this very fine line between prisoner and famous person, mm-hmm. and it seems friend to be... Friend and foe. Fan, friend and foe, prisoner and famous person, and it seems really hard to figure out, were they prisoners or famous people, really rich, or just like in captivity? Because there's many different types well, of Gladiators. That, it sounds like some of the conversation people have today around professional athletes, right? Especially with basketball. Yeah, people, for sure. Well, people are like, are these really rich people, or are they exploited for their owners? You mean college basketball players? No, I mean professional basketball players too. They're not rich people. Well, LeBron James, right? 
and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving complain about the salary cap all the time because the cap limits how much they can make. Some people say that they're worth billions of dollars because they're so famous because they're so... Oh, no. It's such a world sport. No, no, oh, no, no, no. I agree with that. So what, what they say is that they're being exploited because, they, okay, you know, well, while for us, like 35 million salary is ridiculous. To them, they're thinking they could actually be making, you know, half a billion a year because of how much they're worth. Hmm. So that, so, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, I totally know what you're saying. Soccer does not have a salary cap. Right. Does not. And they are right. paid that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do I think about the salary cap? Yeah, they're right. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, you know, are they exploited? Are they paid too much? You know, this is a similar, similar well, conversation. Wait, I think the better conversation is college athletes, right? Because they're mm-hmm. not paid at all. But I would pay a lot of money to go see a good college basketball game, right? No, they're clearly exploited. That is clearly exploited, right? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But these, these, these weren't really college. They're more like professional players. I mean, they're paid to play. So I tried to look up. The economics, like what is it, like how are they paid, when do they get the payment, all that stuff. Mm. It's very hard to figure out. We don't really know. And the thing is, again, is that free men gladiators were different than criminal gladiators or prisoner gladiators. Right. But what was all the same is that they all had to sleep in the small cell at the gladiator arena. Mm-hmm. Um, prisoner gladiators, they would make them sometimes do brutal shit, is what I was seeing. Like tie blindfolds around their eyes and fight each other. Yeah, so some so the pri- yeah, the prisoners of war or the criminals, sometimes they were just like they would reenact famous battles and that actually happens in uh Gladiator. Gladiator. So they would reenact famous battles and they they would just take the prisoners and be like, "Okay, you guys are all just the losing side. You're all going to die." Entertainment. Or, or sometimes for ex- sometimes for execution. So the big events, they 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 went something like this, okay? When there was like a big event, there's a big gladiator fight, There'd be a huge procession into the into the arena, okay. Then the beast gladiators, as you said, they would fight first. Then they might have an execution or two. Sometimes the execution would involve a large animal sitting on someone. What? Yes, they would. They would for an execution. They bring someone out and have like a rhino sit on them. As a crowd pleaser. Yes, that's horrible. Yeah. And the, then, then the crowd then being fucking cr- loved it. Then being crushed to death by a rhino. Like a giraffe would sit on someone, and that would be that was it. That would that happened all the time. Yay! Yay! Look, Jimmy. Whoa! Look! Wait! Look, little, look, little Tommy. Mm-hmm. Look how look how he's the man screaming. Yay! It's unbelievable. Oh, it's unreal. It really is. This look, is, little is, look, son. Look, look. This is a brutal time. Uh, and then they'd have the main card, which was two gladiators that were equally matched pitted, with equal experience pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find out if I have more. I think that we talked about how dying in fights eventually went out of favor. Not it. So there were certain fights that there was no mercy or no parlay given. So, like, it would be a fight that someone was definitely going to die in. Oh, you, you knew beforehand that it was not going to happen. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. And those fights were eventually outlawed, not because they were savage, but because the fans were getting so upset that Kevin Durant would get killed before he had 10 more years of it on his career. Mm-hmm. So, it was killing entertainment. Because, like, the sports industry runs on the famous... You go to see the famous players, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Famous famous gladiators. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Spicolus. Spicolus. Okay. Spicolus fought with a massive helmet with a large red mohawk on it. Is he basically John Cena? He's basically John Cena. And here it comes. It's John Cena!
this. Got it in. Okay. Um, Spickless. Spickless. He rose to fame by defeating a fighter in his first fight that had won the previous 16 fights. Um, what's interesting about Spiculus is that is how the Emperor Nero like loved him. So the Emperor at that time, he loved Spiculus so much that he would buy Spiculus slaves and mansions. Oh my god. So he kept buying mansions and buying slaves for Spiculus. He loved Spiculus. The Emperor loved Spiculus. The Emperor loved Spiculus. Why? Did he just do they love they loved good good gladiators? They like that was that was the height of fame. He knew how to work the crowd. He loved fucking Spick. He loved him as Spickless. Yeah. So <laughs> he loved him so much. This is crazy. When th- there was a rebellion, okay, and the mob was coming to kill the emperor, Emperor Nero. He knew he was going to die. Okay? Oh, so a successful rebellion. Successful rebellion was coming. He's like, I'm definitely going to die. So knowing that he was going to die, he told his aides to go get Spickless because if he was going to die, he wanted Spickless to be the one to kill him. Okay, and what happened? They weren't able to get Spiculus in time, and, and Nero killed himself. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. But that's how much he loved Spick. Wait, did Spiculus, like, so the, what happened with the rebellion? It worked. And then tons of rebellion. There's tons of death that's and rebellion the There's and so killing. much rebellion. There's so like, much death people, and killing that I don't even know so, what's happening. People's lives were so shitty. They're just on the edge of rebellion. Dude. At any point. Yeah, here's the thing. If sleeping in a cell and having just getting three meals a day and sleeping in a cell is better than a lot of the was people the, in was Rome. Was the Roman dream? It was the, honestly called the Roman no, dream? No, like they said that gladiators were basically middle class Romans, almost. They had the same kind of life standards. Wow. So if that's the standard, you know, people are fucking dying. People are dying all the time. Yeah. People are getting sat on by huge animals. Listen, you think you have a rough. You could be sat on by a fucking rhino. Right. Unfortunately for Spiculus, here's what happened to Spiculus, that same rebellion... Eventually, they turned on all the people in Nero's inner circle, and they were like, Spiculus, you were favored by him. They found Spiculus, and they killed him. Oh, they killed Spiculus, too. They killed Spiculus, too. That's not fair. Just because the emperor liked him. People are just fucking dying. Just because he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Just because he's good at his job. Okay, Carpophorus. Do you know what Carpophorus is known for? He was the greatest beast fighter of all time. Oh, so he was a bestiary? He was the best at fighting animals. Was he? Okay, which one one was it? Carpophorus. Oh. Was he a Venatore or a Bestiari? I'm not. He. Uh, I'm not sure. He was a Bestiari, I think. Okay, but I'm not totally sure. What kind sure. of beast did he fight? He fought all different kinds of beasts. Um, his his biggest like claim to fame was that he killed a leopard in single single combat, a tiger, and a lion. All of those single combats without any weapons. What or armor without weapons? So or they armor? just put a fucking man, Carforus. They put a lion opposite him. He has no armor or weapons, and he killed them. Oh, he was a beast master. He literally killed the beast. He wrestled a lion and killed it. And, yeah, isn't that fucking nuts? That's fucking crazy. I bet, oh my god. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he was the greatest beast fighter of all time. Uh, it was said he used his massive biceps, and when he got around, he would get around choke. the animal's it back. It was a choke. And, and he, and, bare naked. He and, would do a bare naked. And if you brought your kid to the event, your kid would be watching Carpaforce strangle with his bicep a lion. Okay. Some good family fun is what that is. Okay, a little bit about bestiary stuff. A punishment often given to prisoners was just like you would throw them in a ring with a lion, a leopard, or tiger, and to warm the people up, to get the people ready, a tiger or lion that was half-starved would just rip the person apart and eat them. Oh, so it was like, just for just fun? Like, just for fun. I just wanted to explain that. It's like, a halftime show. No, it's, it's someone getting no, ripped it's apart the, by yeah, a it's lion. The, it's, the, it's the warm-up. It's the warm-up. Oh, it's like the intro music, like, like you know, like this. 
it's exactly like that. Just to get everyone pumped. It's just to get everyone pumped. Get, to get the bloodshed going. Get the people's blood moving. So they'd be like, all right, for the first event, we're just going to throw like five prisoners. We're going we're gonna to put a lion and a tiger in there, half starved. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Yeah. Also, another thing about beast fighting, sometimes they would just pit beasts against each other. Oh, just beast on beast. They would just go, they would put a rhino. So there was That's one. That's so lowbrow, though, honestly. It, it's it's lowbrow, you know, and it didn't make it to the Coliseum. So at some point, they would just, there was one lion famous on fight lion. where they pit a rhino against an elephant. And I guess the elephant won because it picked up a log and like smat would smash these the rhino skull. That's pretty entertaining. I hope that elephant got a mansion. Right. Um. Also, once an assassin tried to kill Commodus, mm-hmm. and they captured the assassin as punishment. Commodus had the assassin thrown to be raped to death by a giraffe. Say that again. The assassin was raped to death by a giraffe. Raped. Raped. How do you, how did they get the draft to rape him? I don't know. They were experts at this kind of stuff. How did no? How did they get the draft to rape? I don't the human? know. There's I, like, I, I would know, right? That. I wouldn't know because I've never. I done don't that understand before. that. Yeah. Well, you would die. Yeah, so like kill, would, like draft, kill, draft, kill the human, and you can't be like, hey, now him. have sex with this man. It raped him, giraffe. Yeah. What's the evidence that the giraffe actually went through with the well, act? Here, the beast Yaris, the beast Yari. They had an even shorter life expectancy than normal gladiators because the animals because it's you know, it's even more you. it's even more dangerous than fighting another human. You can't tell a crocodile to stop just chowing on you. Uh, you can't tell the lion that actually like you're not going to kill each other this time. Like the fight's over because it's going to eat you. Jesus. Um. So there's like tons of vases with him killing tigers and leopards. The great besides the unarmed combat against a lion, a leopard, and a tiger with no weapons or armor that he won. His greatest feat was that supposedly he killed 20 animals in one, like, session. Oh, my And I don't know what the animal was or or how it worked, but he killed 20 of them was his greatest feat. Rabbits. Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Gladiators also fought rhinos, giraffe, hyenas, hippos, elephants we talked about. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, it was the audience's first time ever seeing these creatures. Hmm. So, oh, yeah, so you can probably. imagine how exciting it would be if you see a giraffe for the first time you've never seen. You're like, this is a huge, this is like a beast from the stories. This is like a hydra. You know what I mean? And then you, and then you and see then a the man second thought you it. have is, I can't wait to see someone kill it. And you're like, that's oh, what I, I see an animal. You're like, yes, I can't like, wait. I can't wow. wait. I can't wait for this beast to sit on a man. What a cool deer! I can't wait to see someone kill right. it. How much were tickets? They were free. Really? Yeah, they were free tickets for how the did, masses. How did you get them? Uh, you, you, I think there is some sort of ticket booth and you get a row assigned, just like an actual game. Was it a lottery system to get tickets? I'm sure there were more people that wanted to go than could get it. Uh, I, all, everything that I was reading said that it was free. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, you have, you have to masses. sit with your classes, right? You don't get the primo seats if you're a slave. Right. You know? Um, okay. Let's talk about Spartacus. Yeah. Let's as, talk about Spartacus. As we mentioned earlier, a, th- a, a threat, a, like a, a hawk. Hawks, okay. a Thracian with a curved sword. Yeah. So actually, Spartacus, he was a captured Thracian soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Thracia is an empire that's in modern day Greece, Turkey, and Bulgaria. It's over mm-hmm. in that region. Mm-hmm. He was a captured Thracian soldier. It's not surprising he's he fought as a Thracian in the ring. Okay. After enjoying success in the ring, Spartacus, along with seventy other gladiators, including Crixus, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Crixus, his right-hand man, who is also who is a well-known military leader um, for the opposing side against the Romans, him, Crixus, and 70 others escaped, and they staged a rebellion. And they picked up men along the way that joined his army. Um, 
He repelled, they sent six forces, the Romans, six different times to kill him. And he put, he like sent them back. He defeated all of them. Then finally, they sent a force of 50,000 Roman soldiers. And they cornered him at the foot of a mountain. And it's most likely that him and his followers were put to death by crucifixion. Yep. Uh, that, yep. That, there goes yeah. the movie. Yeah. There goes the movie. That's fucking awful. There goes the movie. The Romans did like to crucify. You gotta say, they, they, did, to get they did like to crucify. They did like to by animals. Crucify. crucify. I mean, these are people that grew up seeing, you know, a crocodile rip right. a man so in Right, so these are people that so grew up. by the time you become older, you, your taste, you know, your taste grows. You want to see someone with nails in their hands, right? Hanging. Right. I mean, it's like, like you're different. A little fun. Spice of life. A, a little, little fun. A little fun is a crocodile, like, biting someone's leg off. But, you know, like, a more refined time is a crucifixion. Right. To a Roman. Marcus Atilius, yeah, himself a secutor fighter. Ooh, yeah, secutor. Um, he was not a slave. He's can I, it, wait. Can I say something about Spartacus? Yeah, real quick. Spartacus is a movie with Kirk. I think Kirk Douglas, right? That they showed to us in fifth grade. Okay, this is the movie they showed to us in fifth grade. A lot of schools would outlaw Harry Potter, but they would show Spartacus. Which, Who outlawed Harry Potter? A lot of schools do. Wait, what? For what? Yeah, the magic. They don't like the magic. Who doesn't like the magic? A lot of schools. What's wrong with the magic? I don't know. I don't know. What schools outlawed Harry Potter? What are you... Really? Yeah. yeah. You don't remember this being a thing? No. You don't remember almost having it happen in middle, middle school? Well, ask mom, ask mom about it tonight. Okay. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, anyway, there was a scene in that movie where he he and the girl are sexing, are having sex. Fuck yeah. We're, we're in fifth grade, and, and we're, we're like, like, what the fuck like, is this? Like, whoa. They're like, we're like, I get that like, he is killing people, but this... What, what is this? What did you this is naked female body? When did body? you realize that sex was like, what violence was okay, but sex was bad? Until mom had the sex talk with us, I thought that like if two if, if woman and man got close together, they made a baby. No, I didn't think it had anything to do with the baby. When I first learned that a penis had to, how go are you supposed in, to know it has to do anything to the baby? I, when I first learned that a penis had to go into a vagina, I was like absolutely shocked. I think floored. Yeah, no, I still am. I still am. I still who wants am. to go in there? I still am. Yeah. And the search for the clitoris began. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, Marcus Atilius, he, wa- he was not a slave. He was not a prisoner of war. He volunteered to go fight. And that's why he's special. Sakutor. So his first bout, the first time he had ever fought, was against a dude who had won the previous 14 fights. So imagine going into a ring. When you win, you get a wreath, right? Yeah. So imagine going into the ring and knowing that the dude you've never fought and knowing the dude in front of you He's fought 14 times, won all of them, and probably killed like four or five of them. It's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Marcus Tillius fucking won, won. And he's big because he was a volunteer. He just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Flama, Flama, who we mentioned earlier, is probably the most successful gladiator of all time, the Mermillo. He fought again as a, he fought as, as a defensive gladiator. Right. Mermillo, giant shield with a giant naval, naval symbol on it. Giant shield. But not a lot of armor, though. Not a lot of armor. Giant shield. They had a lot. They were defensive. They had a lot of armor. No, no. They have. They have a huge shield. They're a little more mobile than the Sakutor. Okay, that's he fought as that. Mm-hmm. He had twenty-one wins, nine ties that were considered that were considered victories. Where both gladiators were given a win. So sometimes, like if they fought, so that, yeah. The, there's another word for that. It's called a tie. Right, but sometimes if they fought super long and super hard, the concept of a tie it was tough for the Romans. I think. No, it wasn't because sometimes they, the gladiators fought super long and super hard, and the crowd would just cheer them, and, and they liked it. They, they liked were like, it. "You're good. They liked it. You're good." Um. So, and and that makes me think sometimes, like with the gladiators that were friends, if the two friends had to go against each other, 
Or were they just like, hey, this is how the fight's going to go? Yeah, I mean, you would probably try to do that, right? Do you know what I mean? They're just like, hey, like, you stab me in about but, five minutes, and I'll stab you. It'll hurt, but, but it'll be good. But if the crowd didn't like the display, they'd both die. They'd both die. Yeah. So, But I wonder if, like, sometimes the shit was staged. So there was, like, one famous fight where the two fighters fought for three hours, and they were like, the emperor gave them both their freedom. Mm-hmm. Because he was, you know, they both threw down their weapons and he was so moved by it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, these dudes, like, did they just engineer that? I mean, I don't know. I you because if it wasn't really bloody, then people wouldn't like it. But you can still engineer something, something being bloody. I guess Adam. you could, but it would still suck. It would still suck balls. Right. Um. So anyway, 21 wins, nine ties, cons- that were considered victories because they both won. I guess how many losses? He had four losses, and his life was spared each time by the crowd because they loved him. Oh, okay. So four losses, and he was flopped. So basically, the record is 21, 9, and 4. Really good record. Really, uh, just a fantastic record. Here's the great thing. He was offered the wooden sword by the emperor. Getting the wooden sword by the emperor means that you're, that's your freedom. The emperor is like, that, that's giving someone their freedom. He wasn't a volunteer in Flamma. Mm-hmm. So if you get the wooden sword from the emperor, you're given your freedom, and you can be a free man, a free Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, the emperor tried to get him to take the, the wooden sword four times because people loved him. And he wanted him not to die. But Flama, he loved being a gladiator so much that he turned down freedom four times. And then finally, at the age of 30, guess what? Flama was killed in the arena. Yeah, you get a little slow. Get a little the slow. Knee, the knees Everyone are knows it. Old. A little slow at 30. Flama's trying to cut. All of a sudden, right, the neck comes down. Well, 30 for, a, 30 comes for a gladiator is like if you're playing soccer when you're 60. No, 30. Yeah, 30. No, 30, 30 is like a 40-year-old basketball player. It's older. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. Doing fantastic. Um, Another thing about the, about Gladiator Daily Life that I forgot to mention is that there's a lot out there about Gladiators being vegetarian. I really did look into it. There are conflicting reports that Gladiators ate totally vegetarian, and then there's reports that Gladiators only ate partially vegetarian. Okay? Oh. But one thing about Gladiators that is known is that they were not ripped. They did not want to be ripped. They're, they wanted to actually, they ate a lot of barley, and that was so that they could develop fat tissue around their abdomen. They could be a little, a gladiator looks a little bit fat, a little bit fat. They're obviously in like fantastic shape and strong as fuck, but they're a little bit fat. And the reason, well, there's two reasons. One is that that fat tissue protects the vital organs from like a slash. They're a little beefy. They're a little beefy. Do you understand why? Yeah. Protects the vital organs from a slash. Yeah, it protects the vital organs from a slash. So when when a when a linea, when they would first go to gladiator school, the headmaster would start pumping them full of barley so that they developed a fat tissue armor for a little more defense. Yeah, the the in gladiator when he fights the dude with the like the lions and the tigers, mm-hmm. that dude's a little fat, and that's probably what they look like, just kind of beef, beef, beef castle, beef castle. Um, but so they did eat. A lot of vegetables. Well, the wait, just just one second. The other thing about fat tissue is that fat tissue bleeds a lot more than muscle. Mm-hmm. And the reason that that's good is because let's say you're a gladiator, you cut your fat tissue. It's not it's not like a life threatening cut, but, but it, it looks good. But it looks amazing. It looks amazing. So it bleeds a ton, and then people were like, "Oh, look how tough that gladiator is. He's still fighting while bleeding." Oh, that's great. Right. Okay. So that was part of the performance of the whole thing. Lovely. Yeah, crazy. Can you imagine like that? To being like, oh, I'm, I'm packing on weight so I can bleed a lot during <laughs> one of my fights. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. Okay, we're going to do a one more break and then it will be time for open kimono.
right, Noah, it's time for the Open Kimono, where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic, leave nothing to the imagination. What is your Open Kimono? Okay, my Open Kimono is, um, it's crazy that people used to take their kids to go see a giant animal sit on someone, <laughs> and then yeah. and then see two men kill each other. But one thing that I always find funny is that when you watch, like, an, I, and I, I hate football, but when, when you watch, like, the NFL game, it's like they're, they're like family entertainment, like football, and then like they still have cheerleaders, which are scantily clad women. Like me and you always joke, they like zoom in on the cheerleaders. They're just a bunch of scantily clad women for some good old family fun, yeah. dancing around. And so it's like in two and in two hundred years, will people look at cheerleaders and be like, they just had like half naked women running around the field? Mm-hmm. You know, like we look at the gladiators, like Jesus, I can't believe they did that. Yeah. Look, I think we, we've come a long way, right, from killing each other in the ring. But have we come a long way where we still celebrate the spectacle of violence? There's still no, so many similarities between these the, guys. The and most between popular Netflix, professional sports. Netflix show is just all about violence. It's right. The whole thing. Right. Exactly. There is some element of violence that is entertaining to people, unfortunately. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be boring to see a man fight a crocodile. Right. Well, we're, you know, we're not. We're just not really bred to be pacifists. So it's it's against. You gotta say it's a little bit against our nature. Even though we try, well, and also they, the elite ruling class, right? The they knew that life was shitty for poor Romans, yeah. And they were like, if we give them this crazy violence to go watch, they'll probably forget that their life is shitty. Yeah. You know what? When I think about this stuff, I just think that, you know, now you can complain that your Uber Eats order isn't arriving on time, but back then, you know, you had some real complaints, like you know, Spicolus cut off my arm. You know what I mean, right? Or my, well, I have to battle a crocodile tomorrow. My, my favorite, like, my favorite gladiator, my favorite athlete got put in a net and stabbed with a trident today. Yeah, where, when people are talking about mental health, where is the mental health that happens when you're a 12 year old boy and you see, you know, a rhino sit on a man? Does but, that is that stress right. you and out? The thing is that they would say is that the mental health issue is really not being taken in the gladiator games and when seeing you're the rhino and, and preparing and you, don't, you. You don't get to see the blood, <laughs> and then when you're in the Roman Legion, you have to murder people. You're not used to it. Shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. I hope that they are, honestly, I hope that they're a retiarius. So they have a net to snare the Sarah, right? Right. But, but the skip tr- the trident. Skip the trident. Euphemism. Snare the Sarah with your net. Retiarius, Sarah's boyfriend. You think that she would she would go for the trident net, guys? Yeah. Because they're weird. They're different. They're weird. They're different. They're, they're different. so different. Sarah would go for them. Uh, you could find us at our new website at dudenaturepod.com. Not dudenature.com. That was expired and bought by a Chinese domain name company. So instead of going to dudenature.com, go to dudenaturepod.com. Makes a lot of sense, right? You can find <laughs> us at Instagram at dude. Sick. Are we dude underscore nature at Instagram? What's our thing? Yeah, dude underscore nature. Dude underscore nature. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.